Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. You get me today. And this should be a pretty fun conversation to have. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot to talk about. Obviously, many of you saw the, the podcast um, where we talked a little bit about the fact that Eric Coomer, it had the... Um, unfortunate opportunity of being arrested on 9-21 on September 21st, 19, or excuse me, 20-21, on 21st of September. And uh, so I went back and watched the video. And more importantly, I don't have my cut sheet with me, Mr. Producer. I think you're going to put it somewhere. You're going to put it in Slack or something for me. Um, but there, I want to do draw some comparisons. So, so one of the reasons why I find that um, one one of the reasons why um, I find all of this really interesting is um, is that the left, the radical left, always says I didn't do anything wrong. There's nothing that I did wrong. I didn't, you know, we didn't steal an election. Oh, it's all fake news. And they get up there and they stone cold face look at you. They just stare at you and say, no, I don't even know what you're talking about. That's absolutely as if it doesn't bother them at all. I mean, there's no consciousness at all. No conscience to what they're saying at all. They, they don't have a conscience. There's no, they don't feel bad. They don't, it's like, I'm just going to deceive and lie to you. And, you know, just as, as clear as day, look at you straight in the eye and say, even when they're caught, even when they're caught, they will do the same thing. It's like they're trained in the, the worshiping of Satan. I'm Call it what it is. Doing the devil's work. So we're going to break down today. We're, we're going to break down today all of the 15 minutes we have. Mr. Producer, the 15-minute video we have that uh, Joey Camp um, put up online. We're going to break that down today. And we're going to walk through Eric Coomer specifically when he's asked the question. So, Mr. Producer, I still don't have my cut sheets here. Let's go to, to video one. So you had a little accident down there, huh? No, no I didn't. No. Okay, there are tons of witnesses down there described you to a team. So you can either be honest about it or you can stick to your story. Not sure what you're asking about. The accident that happened right over here. Not sure what you're Second asking about. Second G. You weren't driving and had an accident in your own vehicle. Not that I recall. Not that you recall. Okay. 
We'll go with that then. Guys, that that was the video of him literally telling you that I have no idea what you're talking about. So you didn't have an accident in your car. Mr. Producer, do you have the cut of his of of his uh, deposition? Yeah, I just need a minute to get you the times. All right. I sent you another video this morning. Did you cue that video up? Uh, which video was that? The, the video of him saying that nothing, he never did, you know, it, it, the, the one that I sent over in, in the chat this morning. So, so the reason why, I, I don't know why we're not better prepared, guys. I actually don't. Sorry. We, we started this at 7 o'clock this morning. So I'm, I'm going to start with a, a read first of one of our sponsors, and this one's going to be Liberty Cigar. Liberty Cigar Company has is is assembled the first six presidents in one beautiful cigar collection. These great men guided our nation admirably from the very beginning to the period known as the early republic. Each cigar mirrors the personality of one so honored. The set includes a George Washington, a John Adams, a Thomas Jefferson, a James Madison, James Monroe, and a John Quincy Adams in honor of President's Day. The conservative daily audience will receive a 17.76% discount on the early Republic series, originally priced at $89. Use the coupon code Liberty at LibertyCigars.com. It's the presentation is absolutely amazing and the cigars are great as well. So in breaking down Eric Coomer's um, 15 minute video, maybe we just start there. But the, what I wanted to do is, is show you a correlation between Eric Coomer standing in front of police officers, not once, not twice, but three times, denying that he had anything to do with crashing his own vehicle. And you'll also hear in this uh, video that the keys to his truck were in his pocket, that he not only left the scene of the action to park his car, but he walked brief, he walked in there and took a couple shots. Well, do you believe that? I mean, he lied about everything else. Now, more importantly than Eric lying about all the things that he lied about in this, which he finally admitted it to it, which co coincidentally enough, he was arrested and his lawyer showed up. My issue is why didn't they, would anyone else except for maybe the corruption that keeps popping its ugly head up in Salida, where he lives, would anyone else get away with that? Would any of you not be arrested for a felony for trying to influence a public official, which is the new statute for lying to the police when they know you're lying? Would anybody else be given four chances? And would anybody else have their lawyer be able to negotiate with the police a crime that had already been committed? It did not get committed once. It did not get committed twice. It got committed three times. Why is it that the police did not arrest him and take him downtown? Why the stalling? Who called the attorney? How in the world did the attorney end up being there in the first place? And where is the, the footage of the attorney, specifically when they had the first interaction with the police officers? Where is that footage? Why was that footage turned off? See, I, I have a lot of questions. 
I have a lot of questions because it seems to me that we have little kind of hubs of bastions of corruption and, and almost like a mafia-type environment that exist. You lied to the cop once. You lied to the cop twice. You lied to the cop the third time. You said you're going to have to talk to my lawyer. All of a sudden, his lawyer shows up out of nowhere. And then what? And then what? Mr. Producer, what, what do we do? We have the 15-minute video queued up. Let's walk. Let's let's start at the beginning of this 15-minute video, and we'll walk through it. And I'll keep pausing it as we start seeing things. Go ahead and play it. Stop. Pause this, will you? Just pause it. Let me back it up just a second. That's not just, if we can just back it up so you can see the building, that's not just a small, oops, I barely ran into the building. That's literally going straight through a stop sign. He could have killed someone. I mean, there's people all around. He misses a stop sign and goes straight through a building. What if someone would have been sitting inside that building? What if someone's mother would have been walking their kid near that building? They want to act as this is just property damage. That's not just property damage. That's not just property damage. All right, Mr. Producer, keep playing it. This, by the way, is not just a, oops, I, I, I just touched a building. It's massive amounts of damage. Wow. There you go. There's your damage. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Are you Eric? Yeah. So, were you driving your truck? Uh, no, I've been here putting the order away. Okay. Who was driving your truck? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so where is your truck? Uh, it's two blocks down on the right. Okay, and you just parked it there? Yeah. Okay. Have you had anything to drink since you got here? Yeah. Um, had a couple shots with the cook. Okay. Do you mind if we step out back and talk for a yeah. second? Yeah. Oh. I'm just, my partner was going to the back door. Oh, yeah, no worries. I'm in contact with them for you. Yeah, no worries. I apologize, I thought this went to the alley. No, done. <laughs> okay. No worries. Sorry. I've... Yeah, no worries. 
Guys, if you're, if you're watching this on the, on the uh, audio version, he's basically so, walking back through the restaurant here? that Eric owns in Salida, Colorado, with the police officer, and he just, you heard him just bold-faced, yeah. just lie. Just lie to him. No. Were you driving your car? No. I've been here putting okay. away stuff. <laughs> so, walk me, walk me through your route. All right, here we go. From where you parked there. Uh, came from my house, came down. Um, I live up on the Mesa. Turn it up okay. a little bit. So, I came down. Side route. Came down uh, Sackett. Parked over there. Okay. So, what happened in between there? Okay. I'm going to come around to the front. Um, nothing. Nothing at all. So, you didn't hit a building? No. Unfortunately, I have your truck with damage on it. Okay. Matching damage to a building down there. Okay. And witnesses saying a guy in blue plaid got out of the truck and came back here. Okay. So you're saying that wasn't you? No. Okay. You understand why that's hard to believe? Understood. Okay. But you were the only person driving your vehicle. As far as I know. Okay. And you parked it two blocks up on I the did. street there. Okay. <laughs> Eric, you right. step out for me one more time. All right, all right. Stop this for a minute. Stop this for a minute. I we we got to go back. I want to go. I want to go back to that really quick. If we can just, Mr. Producer, before we put it back on, I want to go back to the part where he was asked. So you didn't hit a building. You did not hit a building. And what his response was. Let's go ahead and replay that again. Let's go back in time a little bit and play this little part when he's asked by the, by the judge. I mean, by the, by the police officer. Um, I live up on the Mesa. Here we okay. Go. So I came down side route, came down uh, Sackett, parked over there. Okay. So what happened in between there? Okay. I'm going to come around to the front. Um, nothing. Nothing at all. So... You didn't hit a building? No. Okay. Unfortunately, I have your truck with damage on it. Okay. Matching damage to a building down there. Okay. And witnesses saying a guy in blue plaid got out of the truck and came back here. Okay. So you're saying that wasn't you? No. <laughs> you understand the pause. It. Pause. Understood. Pause. Guys, for those of you that aren't on the audio version, that no, put it back up, but pause it. You could see, was there any emotion on his face at all? Like any sort of anything? Like, I think it's important for you to know that he, he just, it bothered him not a bit. Not one bit it bothered him. To, so you did not hit a building. No, no. Not surprised. No, no hesitation. Your, your truck has damage on it. They, they tell you your truck has damage on it. Go ahead and take this down. They tell you your truck has damage on it. Take it down for a minute. Your truck has damage on it. Oh. Not, not even a... Not even a... Oh, yeah. I mean, let's, well, let's go check out the truck. What? My truck has damage on it. Not surprised at all. Your truck has damage on it. Someone else wasn't driving it. You're caught lying. You're caught. A guy in a plaid shirt (laughs) 
Later on, you're going to hear another video of them recording. They recorded him walking away, took pictures of him walking away. You'll hear another police officer say, yeah, he almost ran people down when he left the scene, hit a building, and, and nothing happens. He goes to court and he says, I'm not guilty. There's so much more to this that we have to break down. But there's a picture that we put up, Jake uh, put up. Mr. Producer, um, this is consistent behavior patterns in sociopaths. And this is, uh, let me read it to you. Lack of empathy for others, impulsive behavior, attempting to control others with threats or aggression, using intelligence, charm, or charisma to manipulate others, not learning from mistakes or punishment, lying for personal gain, showing a tendency to physical violence and fights, generally superficial relationships, sometimes stealing or committing other crimes, threatening suicide to manipulate without intent to act, sometimes abusing drugs or alcohol, trouble with responsibilities such as a job, paying bills, etc. Okay, so I want to break some of this stuff down for you because I think it's important. And Mr. Producer, I'll start sending over stuff for you. But, you know, he could have, when they walked to the door and asked him a question, he could have said, hey, um, I'm going to plead the fifth. Or he could have just not talked. Asked him questions and he could have looked at him like. He could have done that. It probably would have been an admission of guilt, but it would have been better than doing what he did, which is tell us everything we need to know about Eric Coomer. We have a video that is kind of an explanation between sociopathy and, psych and, and psychopath. Sociopathy. <laughs> Sociopath, as Max says. Sociopathy. Sociopathy uh, versus uh, psychopathy. So listen. We have a video. We're going to play this really quick. And the reason why I'm playing this is because we're not just dealing with Eric Coomer. We're dealing with an entire cabal of people that are trying to steal the voice of the American people. And it didn't start with Eric. Eric is just another one of the people that's a kind of a pawn in all of this. And then we're going to play some of the videos where he literally, inside of the videos for his deposition, and I'm going to go back to that, was asked if you know, when he wrote this post in the Denver Post, which led to massive numbers of death threats against my life and my family's life, where he said that I made up these posts, these social posts, that they weren't his, and they'd been fabricated, and somebody was pretending to be him. He was asked that, and he goes, no, 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 I was referring to other posts. So we're going to play that in a minute as well, but let's play this video on the difference, play cut three. Psychopath or sociopath, both can be cold but manipulatively charming and kind of emotionless. But what is the difference between these two terms? Hey guys, Julia here for DNews. Until very recently, psychopath and sociopath could be used interchangeably. The terms describe somebody who was maybe aloof, manipulative, and just couldn't empathize with other people. But lately, even Sherlock Holmes debates the difference. He tells his pesky coworker, I'm not a psychopath, Anderson. I'm a high-functioning sociopath. And scientists are also quick to draw a distinction. Jack Pemmon, a biology graduate student at the University of Mississippi, wrote in the journal Aggression and Violent Behavior that psychopathy is a developmental disorder that is associated with specific kinds of behavior. 
Psychopathy is mostly biological. Psychopaths have abnormalities in the brain. Although childhood upbringing might have some effect, a traumatic home life might reshape the growing brain. One study published in the journal Frontiers in Human Neuroscience found that many areas of the brain associated with empathy fail to respond to emotional situations. The researchers used fMRI on 121 inmates in a medium security prison. They were shown situations where someone else is getting hurt, like getting their finger slammed at a car door. If you just winced when I said that, you're probably not a psychopath. The researchers looked at brain regions associated with empathy for pain, regions like the anterior insula, the anterior mid-cingulate cortex, somatosensory cortex, and the right amygdala. These areas activate when the inmates thought about themselves in pain, but these areas failed to activate when they saw someone else in pain. But another area did light up, the ventral striatum, an area that might be associated with pleasure. So yeah, psychopathic brains kind of like when other people are in pain. Psychopaths also respond to rewards more strongly than most people. According to research published in the journal Nature Neuroscience, their brains release four times more dopamine in response to drugs like amphetamine. So they seek a reward like drugs or maybe that CEO position, no matter what the cost. Sociopaths, on the other hand, still exhibit many of the same personality traits like manipulation and disregard of others' feelings, but not because they don't have any sense of morality like psychopaths. It's that their moral compass might be a little off the mark. This could be because of upbringing or a belief system. Pemmont used the example of Anders Breivik, who murdered 77 people in Norway. He did it not because he felt like it and didn't care about those people, which, I mean, he probably didn't care about them, but that wasn't his reason for it. His reason was tied to his belief system. He saw himself as a martyr for his cause. And Pemmont wonders if these belief systems might change the brain, or if the sociopathic brain might be inherently wired differently. He suggests that more research is needed. Sherlock Holmes, why not a mass murderer, tries to do what he thinks is right, but he goes about it by lying and manipulating because he really struggles to empathize with anyone. So basically, both psychopaths and sociopaths have brains wired a bit differently from the rest of us, but psychopaths don't have a sense of right and wrong and don't feel fear, while sociopaths do understand right from wrong, but their right might just look a little wrong to the rest of us. So maybe Sherlock is right. Maybe he really is a high-functioning sociopath. Now that you've watched this video, do you understand the difference a little better? Okay, pull it down. By the way, if you look... Okay. Guys, li listen, the, I, I want to bring this up a little bit. Difference between a sociopath and a psychopath. Um, having no fear. So I want to I bring up some other stuff that I think related to this that, that is important to note. Um, Eric Coomer likes to see fear, or excuse me, likes to see pain in others. I mean, that's the definition of a psychopath. So I want to just spell out a little bit about Eric that no one wants to talk about. Mr. Producer, I just put an article up. If you could go ahead and post that article. This is an article in the Gateway Pundit back in October of 2021. Dominion's Eric Coomer has a tattoo on his arm by an artist listed number one by the Church of Satan. Pretty interesting, huh? It's called the... Um, uh, screaming Pope. Now, Eric also claims to be a skinhead in the past, but he's not now, and had become addicted to heroin, cocaine, and other drugs. But that's a part of the, the article itself. Go ahead and take this down, Mr. Producer. So, so the reason why I bring this up that is because there's other things that lead me down a path that I think are interesting related to who Eric Coomer is and why he would be the perfect person that right out of a and there's another article that I think is that we should probably um, talk about here. Mr. Producer, I'll put this up in the, in the comments. But New York Times wrote an article 
and made Eric look a little bit different than he did in this. And while you get that queued up, Mr. Producer, I'm going to go ahead and do a read on one of our sponsors. Uh, our partner, Enterforce, is giving you a chance to win a 2021 Ford F-450 Gooseneck trailer, Can-Am, Maverick, and 20000 in hard cold cash. Uh, we brought them on as a, a partner because of their um, ability to, uh, or excuse me, they're, they're agreeing to help us with the January 6th prisoners. There's a shirt and a sweatshirt on there called um, Free Our People. Um, they also give an enormous amount of money through this program to uh, to veterans of our country. But uh, so Conservative Daily, this is, a, this is I think, in the final couple weeks um, of this, of this uh, program. But if you're a, a Conservative Daily listener, you get 1,000 extra promo po- uh, uh, entries. Um, if you use the promo code CD21, so you can go to Enterforce, that's E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com, um, and you can use CD21 to get 1,000 extra entries. Or you can use promo code CD10 and save 10% and carry around and be a billboard for truth of freeing our people. Or there's some other great stuff that they have on there. They all they have some Let's Go Brandon sweatshirts. I wore a Let's Go Brandon sweatshirt that I bought from them a couple weeks ago. Um, and I, I just remembered that as I'm buying this stuff, I sent it to my buddies. And I'm like, look, buy me that sweatshirt. I can't win. Um, <laughs> so I asked my friends to buy buy stuff on there, but I had my the uh, Let's Go Brandon sweatshirt on when I was driving walking down the, the deal, and people were high fiving me as I was uh, walking down the street. So, um, d- just as a, a aside, no purchase or payment of any kind is necessary to enter or win. No purchase or payment will be will improve your chances of winning. So go to Enterforce E N R F O R C E dot com and uh, use the promo code. Uh, no, excuse me, yeah, CD twenty one or CD10. All right. So, you know, I did a lot of research on Eric Coomer, a lot. And, you know, I found a, a art, something he wrote online. Uh, and that's not the article, uh, Mr. Producer, but I saw an article, uh, excuse me, a story he wrote online where he actually traced it back to himself, where he talked about sexually assaulting his then wife. Now, they're not married anymore, but it was pretty vile that he was going to pee on her, make her bark like a dog, abuse her in numerous ways. He published that publicly. So sociopath or psychopath? Now, the radical left who's been lying this entire time, we're all election deniers, right? So we, we sit around and we just deny the election we, 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 because our guy lost. No, actually, that's not the way it works in a constitutional republic. We don't care. We want the will of the people to be heard. And frankly, the will of the people, when Martin Luther King got on the, uh, on the Capitol and gave his speech, that was the will of the people talking. And you know what they did to Martin Luther King? They murdered him. Our intelligence apparatus murdered Martin Luther King. They murdered him. So there's this article that was written in the New York Times by Susan Diminis. Diminis. And it says he was the perfect villain for voting conspiracists. Go ahead and put up this article, Mr. Producer. This article, oh, we can't see it. That's right. Ah, oh, man. That, we'd have to subscribe in order to I'm see it. I'm trying to fix it right now. Okay. So... He, he basically, she basically goes through and apologizes and makes him seem like he is some sort of just inspiration to the country. 
Here's a guy that was a drug addict and skinhead. Leaves out the, the, the dirty parts. Repost the fact that these posts were, were fabricated. Oh, no, that's right. He finally admits they're his. After people came to my home and attacked me for being a liar because I fabricated these posts. His words, not mine. After, after all the death threats, which, by the way, come in. I had one yesterday that came in. Said they were going to be at my house. I was like, come on over. You will be shot. You have more than enough. You have more than enough warnings coming down my driveway. More than enough warnings that you're not supposed to be there. So if you come there and you're not supposed to be there, something is liable to happen to you. That's truth. It says, do not come down my driveway. But they did. I mean, they sent me these, these nice little death threats. And I'm like, all right, good luck to you. Security will take care of you when you get there. They write apologies for Eric Coomer. Let me just read something from this New York Times Magazine post. You got it? Go ahead and put it up. Inside of this article, it talks about how Eric Coomer watched in his hotel room new developments in Dominion's troubles and talks about conservative daily podcast, our podcast. And a man using the pseudonym Joe Otto eventually revealed himself as Joe Oltman, a Colorado entrepreneur. And then I said in there, we 100% know that the election was rigged. You know, we're, we're further down the rabbit hole than we were then, but more importantly, as you get further through, and by the way, this is a very long, long article. Very long article. Coomer felt that an increased sense in dread, but Polis, who's the chief executive, seemed confident that Oldman's story would blow over. How does a story like this blow over? When the guy that heads up strategy and security for Dominion Voting System that owns 50% of the votes of, of all Americans, that's doing a public good, the public has, has to have trust in 50% of the votes that they put out. 50% they have to have trust. And here's a guy that puts stuff on his Facebook that says, F the USA, F police officers, kill pigs, kill cops. We're supposed to have confidence in, in an election system that that is the message that the guy who's a shareholder and a guy that is that owns an uh, election patent on the adjudication process, that's his position. And I haven't even gotten to the part, the F. Trump part. We haven't gotten to that yet. We haven't gotten to the part where he was in Washington, D.C., Soon after the election, we haven't gotten to that part either. We haven't gotten to the article that he wrote about his, his uh, ex-wife where he brags about abusing her. No. Nothing to see here. It'll all blow over. Or the fact that in 2006, he was just coming off of a binge, talks about in this article that somewhere along the line, he just decided to go cold turkey, gave someone his keys, was barefoot, and broke it, and he no longer got touched heroin. Nope. 
absolutely drug-free, and then nine months later gets a job after, by the way, a two-time almost being put in jail by his own words and admissions, he's, he had a good lawyer. He's lucky he got off. He should have gone to jail. His words, not mine. And all of a sudden, with that hanging over him, DUIs, heroin addiction, massive legal problems, Sequoia goes, you know what I think is a great idea? I think we should bring this guy in, this poster child programmer. I think we should bring him in and work on the votes of the American people. No, see, that's what the CIA does. The CIA goes and finds people that they know that they can manipulate that are actually really smart. And no one would say, I, I read his doctorate thesis that he wrote. I read it. You know, a look inside the mind of Eric Coomer. I wanted to look inside his mind. I mean, he is brilliant. But brilliance, you don't grab that and put it in the middle of an election system unless you're trying to steal it, unless you're trying to push a color revolution. And now we get further down the, down the aisle. Let's go back to the 15-minute video, Mr. Producer, and let's play a little bit more of Eric Coomer's escapades of, of lying to the police. Let's fast forward just a little bit. There we go. We got the opportunity to explain what actually Attention happened. Here. here we go. You ready to report? The, the police came by and right. So at this uh, point, four by four pickup truck. We're at Fork Hill Road. This officer can take you to jail. Boy, yeah, John, you're charged Charles, with felony misinformation six, along with all the traffic stuff. Leaving, okay. Or you can cut the, the nonsense. Stop. He cuts you ticket for the crash. The police officer was doing the work for him. Why would a police officer, whose job is to uphold the law and hold people accountable, why would he say, at this point, you can either fess up to it and I'll write you a ticket, or you're going to go to jail for lying to a police officer, a felony? Who is giving the police officer the information to say, listen, do everything you can, do everything you can to get him just to admit to the accident, which, by the way, could have killed people. Ran through a stop sign into a building. Didn't just love tap the building, destroyed the front of the building. Damage on his car. He's lied now. By the way, this will be the third time that he lies to the police officer. Let's continue to play it. And we move on. It seems goofy to me to jam yourself up with more charges when you obviously responsible for this thing is property damage. But it doesn't make any sense. Understood. So, like you said, we're at a fork in the road. The choice is yours. Okay. You can talk to my attorney. Okay. Yep. Back for me. Yep. He already assumed the position. Yeah, he had his hands behind his back well before they even brought Cuff out. Do you have any knives or anything like that in your pockets? Anything nope. that's going to cut, poke, stick me? Uh, no. Okay. Hang out there for a second. Yep. It's sitting on his seat. 
Did you pull a number on it? Yeah, it's uh, I can't remember the number on it. Nothing in the pockets up here? Nope. Wouldn't have a seat for me. Okay, this gentleman's attorney is just oh, wanting to know what's going on. Mike? Brad. Basically, long story short, he crashed into the building down here, then almost hit some people in the intersection, and then hit his car down there and walked into the Fritz. People saw him, people took pictures of him, people ID'd him, but rather than Stop get a for ticket a for a car accident, a I want to go back to this if we can really quick, I and mean, we don't have to replay it, but I'll, I'll just talk to you guys about it. He's talking to the attorney that I saw in court when I was in court when um, I gave the judge a, a bunch of stuff. Um, the, the, the attorney happened to show up. <laughs> I, just, I just want you to know, the attorney just happened to show up. Like, oh my gosh, attorney out of nowhere just showed up. Oh yeah, let me just boop 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 boop. Hey, I'm his attorney. You're arresting him. What 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 happened? Right? But pay attention to what the police officer said. The police officer said he hit a building, almost hit people. People took pictures of him, took it down here, hid the car, and then walked back into the Fritz and then denied he did anything. Go ahead and keep playing, Mr. Producer. Mike. Uh, Brad. Um, well, basically, long story short, he crashed into the big building down here, then almost hit some people in the intersection, and then hit his car down there and walked into the Fritz. People saw him. People took pictures of him. People ID'd him. But rather than get a ticket for a car accident, a property damage car accident with no injuries, he'd rather go to jail for a felony because he wants to lie to us. So I'm going to charge him with attempting to influence a public official and probably impound his truck. Not very smart over a car wreck, but that's where it sits. Well, can you tell me what, what, do you, what, what he is lying about? Lying about being involved. Oh, okay. Sorry, I He's denying it. I He's, oh, but he didn't know about this. He didn't know about this. His car is down here, and the whole downtown watched him do this. The judge? He's going, oh, hey, hit, hit the pause oh, button, please. About. Hit the pause well, button. All right, guys, listen to me. Here's the attorney that happens to be walking down the street in Salida. Boop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop -a -doop. Says, hey, I'm the attorney for Eric Coomer. What's going on? I kind of know want to know what's going on. And says, oh, I, I'm confused. I don't, I, what's, what is he actually guilty of lying about? The cop just told you. But no, that's what these psychopathic, sociopathic pieces of trash do. This attorney is no different. This attorney is no different. He was listed as a witness. He, he was listed as a witness in the, in the case against Coomer. But here's the problem. Three times Eric committed a crime. And he almost killed someone. He literally came close to running someone over, hit a building, left the scene of the accident. They didn't even get a blood test on him. No, no, they're not going to do any of that. So this has nothing to do with maybe the police chief or, you know, maybe someone else in town pulling the strings. 
No, can't have anything to do with that. Or maybe someone in the DA's office that's going after Tina Peters. And, you know, you can start to see where the cabal goes all the way down. That these are evil, evil, mafioso people who destroy people's lives. I want to show you something else. I'm going to come back to Eric Coomer for a minute. There's a video that we have. You'll, you'll recognize her. This is the Secretary of State of Colorado. Let's play that video, Mr. Producer. The body language video of Jenna Griswold. We know that the information was filmed during the trusted build on May 25th. And we know that that information was posted by an extreme conspiracy theorist last week. Okay, so that is um, something that talks about body language. Here's someone that, I mean, maybe Jenna Griswold is just, she's not a sociopath. She definitely shows emotion. There's another video of her that's actually shaking. She's shaking when she goes up to the podium because she knows that we know. And she's afraid that she just got caught. But she did get caught. And that she had her handlers come in and say, don't worry about it. Here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to say. That's, that's, that's actually the look of a person who is not a sociopath. Jenna Griswold is not a sociopath. She knows the difference between right and wrong, and she's choosing wrong. Because the people around her are like, mm, we got your number. If, if, you, we go, if you go down, if we go down, you go down. That's someone who is being forced into do something that they don't want to do. Walking the pathway, very uncomfortable with themselves. So it's not just sociopaths, not just psychopaths. Okay. Let's, let's go to the deposition lined up to ask about Eric Coomer's drug use. This is in the deposition. Go ahead and play that, Mr. Producer. The deposition, we make some, a record in terms of your capacity to, to, um, to participate in the uh, objection today. Um, one of the things that has come to light is, is that uh, you have uh, in the past struggled with substances, and we, I wanted to know if uh, you are, in fact, uh, under the influence of any substance today. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, when is the last time uh, that you ingested cocaine? Objection. Um, don't respond to that question. Okay. When is the last time you uh, used heroin? Objection. Don't respond to that question. Um, when is the last time you used any uh, mind-altering substance that might affect your uh, ability to answer questions and capacity today? Same objection. Don't answer that question. He's indicated he's not under uh, the influence of any substance. We're watching the deposition, guys. By the way, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, his attorney told him not to answer it. It's pretty smart. The attorney's protecting him now. You got the police protecting him in a case where he could have killed someone, what if someone would have been sitting in there? What kind of example are we showing when we attack good people, make them suffer consequences, while we let bad people like Eric Coomer get away with what he just got away with? And the, the reality of it is he should have been charged. Here's what nobody knows. 
They hid Eric Coomer's arraignment from the, pu- from the public. They hid it. I know. I was the one looking at it. I got a phone call from someone that's an insider in Salida. The day that he was in court saying, hey, by the way, Eric Coomer's got a, got a uh, um, arraignment. We couldn't figure out what it was for. Now it comes down, we come down to it, and we get all of the information months later, and it turns out that they didn't actually charge him with what they should have charged him with. That they negotiated in the field with an attorney. Let's go back to the video and finish this part with the attorney of the body cam footage, Mr. Producer. Yeah, he's not very smart. Then he had alcohol on him, but he went in there and said he had two shots, which you know, I got to hand it to yeah, him. That was that was if, smart on his part. Yeah, he got out of his DUI, but he's yeah. he's not very smart with regard to a property damage accident, and he has insurance, so whatever. Unless you want to try to talk some sense into him, he's sitting down here in the police car. Literally, it's going to be careless driving, leaving the scene, and probably running the stop sign. That's the mm-hmm. worst he's looking at over, but... Anyway. Stop for a minute. Stop. Stop. There was a video. Take this down for a minute. There was a video of a police officer earlier on. Did we play that part where he was standing? Yeah, we stand outside. And the police officer is yelling through the window of the police car and says, yeah, he's going to be charged with reckless driving. See, careless is underneath reckless. Reckless is at the highest degree of, you know, I think it's a 20-point ticket or I don't, I don't know what that, but it's higher than, than careless driving. This new police officer, after he went back and talked to police chief or the DA or I don't know who, and said, hey, listen, you got to go easy on him. We're going to do everything we can. We're going to contact his attorney. See, I want copies of every freaking record, every phone call that came in or out of, of every police officer, DA. I want all of it. So we're going after all of it because I want to get to the bottom of the corruption at, at every level in this. We know that the, the, the election was stolen. We know that this clown is, is one of the people that is a part of, of this cabal to steal the voice of the American people. I mean, you, you just saw it. You just saw him lie without, with, with no problem. No, no problem. He also lied in this. Mr. Producer, put up the... Uh, Washington, or excuse me, the Denver Post op-ed article by Eric Coomer, if you would, please. Now, I'm going to, I'm putting this up here for a reason, because he wrote it. There's Eric. Does that look like the Eric that's in the video? That guy changes. He's like a chameleon. Yeah, he does not look the same. He wants to make himself look like he's just this super, hi, I'm a nice guy. Okay, let me go right to the bottom of it. There's a part in here that says, all claims that someone recorded me on a call, I never said recorded, or even overheard me saying, don't worry about the election, Trump's not going to win, I made explicit of it. He doesn't have any problem using explicitives any other time. Sure of that, are wholly fabricated. Moreover, I do not have the capability to do such a thing. I have not written a single line of code in the Dominion Voting Systems product. A lie. An absolute lie. Not just a, p- a small lie, but an absolute lie. And we have emails to prove it that we just got hold of, which is going to be really interesting. Um, you go in here, it is unconscionable that certain media, fringe media personalities looking to increase personal notoriety, website traffic, and ad revenue would continue to prey on the fears of the public concern for the safety and security of our electoral system. Our electoral system is a fraud. 
on the American people. By the way, that's not in there. That's my commentary of that statement. I do not have a Twitter account. Yes, he did. And my Facebook account is not active. Yes, it was. These individuals are impersonating me. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed this part. Additionally, any posts on social media channels purporting to be from me have also been fabricated. I do not have a Twitter account. My Facebook account is not active. These individuals are impersonating me. While these personal attacks have no basis in fact or disturbing, I am increasingly distressed by the willingness of so many to embrace these lies with such enthusiasm, calling out openly and loudly for the demise, even death, of fellow American who is dedicated to upholding the rights of every citizen to express their voice at the ballot box. It isn't right. It must stop. You know what's really interesting about this? Go ahead, take it down. Is they changed his, his job title. Eric Coomer is the director of product security and strategy. No, he was the director of strategy and security for Dominion Voting Systems. There was no product in there. I mean, we have his, all of his pages that were up there and talked about how great he is and when he actually went to speak. All those videos. <clears throat> that part of this right here the part that says, additionally, any posts on social media channels purported to be from me have also been fabricated. Let me tell you what that caused. It caused, I don't know, an enormous financial burden while I had to get security for my wife and my kids, my extended family. I had to tell people that knew me, just listen, keep your head on a swivel. I had to outfit my house. This is a guy that will run into a building, doesn't care. It talks about the fact that he's, that he's in danger, that there's some danger, that there's some danger that he feels for himself. We haven't even started talking about all of the proof that we have that the election was stolen. They stole identities of Americans. They used those identities to steal the voice, your voice. And then they lied to you about everything. Lied to you about COVID. Lied to you about the election. And they, they, they get up there and they double down. They lie and say, well, actually, the reason why your country is in turmoil right now is because of Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton did that. They lie to you about the fact that they spied on a sitting president. I mean, so the, so the lies are just kind of stacking up. But that's not my biggest problem with this story. My biggest problem with this story is that while they're lying to you about all this stuff, they're also doing things to give really evil people a free pass. So how deep is this fraternity? And what are they willing to do for each other? I mean, it's a serious question I have. It's a very serious question. Let's go back to the video and hear how the lawyer gets basically given a free pass to go tell his client to tell the truth. Go ahead. Okay. He wants to jail postpone that you said it's up to him. So, so you just you just need him to acknowledge that he was well, involved. Yeah, I, mean, I don't understand the logic. This is attorney talking he just to took a, a witness by, and there's two more witnesses that watched this happen. And 
we didn't stumble across his car. They told us where he parked and watched him walk into Fritz. And he's going. Yeah, and I got a picture of his truck there. Somebody took a picture of him leaving the accident scene. Um, I asked him, you know, about the accident. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's just be I mean, he's, he's probably invoking what you've told him to a fault of it's arming him now. I mean, it's goofy. So, so, so Phil acknowledges he was involved with this. He doesn't need to go down to the police station. Well, I, I don't need to charge him with, uh, you know, it's essentially the new, the new false reporting statute, which is tending to influence a public official. But at this point, there's ample evidence like, dude, you crashed into a building, just get your insurance information to the owners and get your ticket. But get your ticket and be on your way. But you, I mean, he wants to try to say that he, he pause, had please, nothing to do with this. Pause this. Something's not right. Take it down. Something's not right. Why would the police officer be trying to convince the, the attorney to tell Eric Coomer that if he said he's involved, then I don't have to charge him with these things. Why is this police officer trying so hard? Why? Why are they trying so hard to help this guy? I can't figure it out. I mean, for the life of me, I can't figure it out. I'm looking at it going, why? Can you tell why, Mr. Producer? Anybody? Can anybody tell me why? Tell me I why. I have zero understanding why they keep, this guy would be trying to help him. And Any one of us would be but, screwed. But hold on a second. It's not that he... It's almost as if he's selling him on it. That's exactly what he's doing. I mean, guys, the police officer is selling the lawyer on... Just tell him to tell the truth so that I don't have to charge him. What the hell are we looking at here? And he just got done telling the telling the, the lawyer, hey, and smart on him for going in there and drinking two shots. Did they even go in and ask the the uh, kitchen guy if he did shots with him? <laughs> did he? Guys, this is a cover-up of all cover-ups. This is how deep this thing goes. I, I'm going to do a, a special this week, and I'm going to bring in all of the stuff that the Antifa judge that represents this case did. I'm going to, the part where she said it's a, it's a probable falsity, because I won't come forward with the guy, the Antifa guy, that let me on the call. I was on the call. I didn't run into a building. I didn't write stories about my wife. I wasn't a skinhead. I didn't do drugs. I ran a company that I had to give up. So let me ask you, I mean, if we're just, let me, let me just ask you the question. If you look at the case that happened in Denver, if you look at the, what the judge did in Denver, look at how she acted. It, to me, it just, it, it blows my mind. She froze out all the media and then let media in as she wanted. Oh, we're going to let nine news in. Oh, we're going to let this the NPR in. We're going to let the CPR, Colorado Public Radio. We'll let all the radical leftists in so they can tell our story the way we want to. And then at the actual hearing, the judge wouldn't let them use liar. And this guy's lying here. Would not let them call Eric Coomer a liar. There are certain words you can't use in my, in my courtroom. Knowing that those words would allow for an appeal at a higher level. 
This is what we're dealing with. This. What are the police afraid of? And, and why did they do this? And if you want to know what, what corruption looks like upfront and personal, this is what it looks like. You've got a guy that almost killed someone. And you could say, ah, oh, Joe, he didn't almost. What if a kid was walking across there and this drunken fool, oh, I'm sorry, he wasn't drunk. Let me take that back. I'm going to have to take that back because that can't be proven because the police didn't do their job. Go ahead and keep playing it, Mr. Producer. We're going to go over today, guys. Sorry. Know anything about it whatsoever? So, the keys so, are in his pocket. So, yeah. So if he acknowledges that he was, he can get a ticket and go on his way. Yeah. I mean, if he Taking wants to provide a statement, like here's what happened. What they said is he, he missed the intersection coming northbound on G. Basically, drove into the building across the street. He's, yeah. He's provide he's, a statement. They didn't, he didn't stop at the stop sign of G and sack it. Drove through it. Drove up on the curb. Hit the building. People said that he was on his phone. He looked around, and then the witness said that he looked at his phone again, put it in reverse, looked in his rearview mirror, backed up. One of the guys took a picture of him as he was backing up and leaving. He drove down here, parked his truck. Another lady um, was on scene. She took a picture, which is not a great picture, but of him walking from the truck back down this direction, westbound, because she said he was um, coming back toward the accident. So, then so we knew he owned this place. Did it, and then Five, go ahead. And stuck the keys in his pocket. Okay, so, so, so you're telling me if, that based on his, his denial of Ten involvement, nine. he's facing a potential felony? Yeah, I'm just going to jail him because at this point it's... But if, if he acknowledges his involvement, yeah, he's going to have to take responsibility. Yeah, I don't even know if it's... Uh, pay for him. Yeah, I don't They're there to tow the truck now, so... Yeah, he said... Is Aiden still down there with him or did he go to jail already? Hayden, are you still on scene? If he wants to swing it by here and his attorney wants to talk some sense into it, we're not trying to make it. Okay, that hold off just a second before you transport him to the jail. You know. Stop yeah, it. Stop that. it. Stop why it. Why it. Why? We're not trying to make his life difficult for him. I, I don't know of anybody that has more control over a town than this guy does. You run through a stop sign, you hit a building hard enough that you basically destroy the brick face of it, knock out the window, you back up, <laughs> go park your car, walk in, and the first thing you do is you take two shots, and you lie to a cop, and you do so as if nothing matters. No. Your car has damage on it. Did not even... Did not even move when he talked about not having damage on it. Didn't even, didn't even phase him at all. All right, let's go back and finish playing it. This is the part that gets really good. The, uh, I think there's a point where you're better off just going, yeah, I screwed up, get your traffic ticket and move on. Yeah, right. I mean, if he's got insurance and stuff, that's all they want is the damage covered. I mean, they're not, the, you know, I met with a property he's manager. He's not going to get because they didn't catch him. I mean, he, he's got an articulable argument that he went in there and drank, so okay. Is he going to bring him by? Um, I can ask him to, but I think he's on scene with A1 down there, so. Well, I, I can head that we way. Can walk back down. Yeah, he is. He's still on scene. Okay. Thanks, Kylie. Okay, this is, this is an interesting part of this. This is where he lies the second time, if you guys didn't see this so had a little accident down there, Eric huh? is sitting in front of Fritz. 
No, no I didn't. No. Okay. There no, I didn't. Tons of witnesses down there described you to a T. So you can either be honest about it or you can stick to your story. Not sure what you're asking about. The accident that happened right over here. Not sure what you're Second asking about. Second G. You weren't driving and had an accident in your own vehicle? Not that I recall. Not that you recall. Okay. We'll go with that then. Driver? Yeah, this is Eric. He doesn't recall. Yeah, we, we got a tow truck coming. He's going to need a license. Okay. Do you have a driver's license on you? Yep. Okay. Make sure we do leave at the scene, failure to report. Um, Careless driving? I'd be reckless. Okay. Okay. Might be uh, DUI too because he'd been drinking. Um, I had nothing to drink before I showed up at work. <laughs> All right. Now here's where the here's where the, the uh, attorney had talked some sense into Eric Coomer. <laughs> I don't have that part in this deal. It's it's in reverse order. Talking to him. There's the attorney. Walked right past him. All right. Hear me out. While I read these, now I have two questions for you. Again. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to talk to a lawyer and have him present while you are being questioned. If you cannot afford to hire a lawyer, one will be appointed to represent you for any questioning if you wish. You can decide at any time to exercise these rights and not answer any questions or make any statement. Do you understand each of these rights that I've explained to you? I do. Having these rights in mind, do you wish to talk to me now? I do. Okay. So, walk me through what happened. I was on my phone. Okay. I've been under a lot of stress. Okay. Um, I hit the building and I panicked. Okay. So you were on your phone, didn't get, didn't watch that stop sign, just went straight to your building. Okay. So hit the building and then you drove down here to where we're at now. And I went to work. Okay. I, I panicked. Um, you can go. <laughs> Google my name. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so missed the stop sign, did hit the building, but then panicked from there and just parked, went to work, and we're going to deal with it later. 1075 motors. Tough situation. Okay. Is there anything else you want to add to that? Plate 330 on a blue Hyundai accent. Alright, go ahead and pop out for me. Welcome to the location. I would the Sergeant Cliff over here. I'm going to take these off here. As I take this off, just reach yeah. down and grab your pant leg for me. Right? Clear. I'm going to All right, take it down. That's the end of it. I I don't, uh, you know, the, the, the thing for me, and somebody said that, hey, it's tough to be a police officer in this day and age. That, that, that's, not what, that's not what's happening. That's not what's happening here. The guy hit a building. He lied to the police three times. They left him on the scene. They knew that he had lied. They left him on the scene until the attorney showed up. You're talking, we talk about the timestamps. You're talking about an hour and a half to two hours 
They knew. They'd cuffed him. They'd read him his rights. They put him in the back of the car. Waited till the police officer got. Wait till the the the, the uh, attorney got there. I mean, how did the attorney know to come? Who called the attorney? There's a video, Mr. Producer, that I sent you before of Eric being asked a question. Do we have that? Do we have that queued up? The one from this morning. All right. So you do or you don't? All right, let's play this real quick. Statements of me being on a call, affecting the election, saying that I would ever guarantee that Trump won are categorically false made up bullshit without a doubt there is no evidence and there never will be so there's no evidence and there never will be i think the interesting part is how he's talked right if you equate what he said at the very end you know google my name that smirkish kind of man I'm smarter than everybody else. But what do I know? I just did it for, I did all this for, uh, I, I did it for clicks, I think. We're going to read off a couple more of our partners. Notoriety, yeah. You want to be famous. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I'd rather not, yeah. Um, today's podcast is brought, sponsored by Air Medicare Network. If you live in a rural area and it's hard to reach by road, and you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors, health insurance won't always cover the cost of the emergency medical flight. But with Air Medicare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Um, your whole household can be covered in case of an air medical transport. Uh, it's, it's kind of a big deal. I'm a member there, have been for the last year and a half. Uh, they've been a sponsor of the show for that entire time. Um, but if you go to airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use the promo code daily, you can receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. Um, I don't, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be a police officer. But I, but, I, but I do know that I've seen enough bad stuff happen that nobody sticks around, waits for an attorney to show up to get them off of a felony lying to a police officer. They knew that if he got a felony lying to a police officer, that that would cook him fully. Well, I want to know, based on the information that we just saw, why didn't the DA charge him with it? You can say whatever you want. He came back and did the right thing after they negotiated with the attorney. We have major, major ethical crimes that have been committed at the scene right there by the police officers. Police officers are not the, the authority with, the, with the, the attorney. That's not the way it works. Attorneys don't get to show up on the thing and negotiate with police officers and say, okay, so if I get him to say that he was a part of it, you won't take him down and arrest him for a felony. So the, the attorney says, okay, I have your assurances. Now he he's, becomes a witness, walks over and says, just tell him that you did it and tell him what happened and uh, tell the truth. Finally, tell the truth. But you couldn't see the difference between telling the truth and lying because Eric wouldn't look at him when he was telling the truth. Because he would have had to show his emotion, and that would have been the tell. Every single day, we deal with this. We have proof in Mesa County, proof in Antrim County, proof in Maricopa County. We have proof in Elbert County that is yet to be unsealed, but I'm looking forward to that being done. We have 
the stuff going on in New Mexico. You have Biden getting involved saying not to release Alderman's uh, findings down in Georgia, which show that, that Dominion Voting Systems has major faults. You have Tarrant County in Texas who in a primary said that the system had major problems and therefore they couldn't actually get an adequate count on the primaries down in Tarrant County with the guy that used to work for none other than Smartmatic was a programmer. First time in the history of the U.S. the Tarrant County went blue. And people there are scratching their head going, what's happening? What is happening? This can't be true because it's not true. We are dealing with a color revolution in our country. And no matter what we talk about, we talk about all the way down the line with help with COVID. Now COVID restrictions are all of a sudden gone because they started to figure out that the, the, the country burning down was about to get to the point where the people were going to go literally tar and feather the leaders of our nation, the rhinos and the radical leftists. And here we have a perfect case of more corruption which, by the way, there's massive corruption in Salida. Massive. It's a hotbed, a breeding ground for, for these radical leftists. Off the radar, where they can do their planning and their biddings. And it's a beautiful town, too, which makes it all much worse. Well, guys, that's it. We're out of time. Um, I, I got... Uh, I got, I got so much more that I want to say. I mean, I could probably do two and a half, three hours on this. There's so many things that I want to say because the more and more we get into this, the more and more we look at what's happening with Dominion voting systems, the more that we see with ESNS, the more that we see with Dominion fighting tooth and nail to keep us from getting access to the system. It is trust us. We know what's best. Did they know what was best when they started with critical race theory and gender fluidity and all the other things? I would say that they didn't. Sorry to interrupt. I just got to read this real quick. Uh, we have a really exciting new sponsor. Medical costs have absolutely bankrupt uh, many, many families. 250,000 people with health insurance went bankrupt just last year because of medical costs, and there's zero guarantee that the insurance companies and hospitals have any plan to stop increasing their prices. Uh, these high costs are scaring people away from pursuing their dreams, from becoming entrepreneurs, taking time with their family. Uh, and it's simply because of the high cost of health insurance. But our sponsor today, CrowdHealth, they allow you to use the power of the community to actually make healthcare affordable. The problem with insurance is you pay huge premiums and then you also have high deductibles. So that means that on top of thousands you pay for your current plan, you end up paying thousands more before insurance pays anything in the first place. So one in six claims are denied by healthcare.gov plans. And it's no wonder that so many people choose to take the chance without insurance uh, putting them and their families at risk in case something does happen. CrowdHealth gives you a new way to pay for health care. There's no doctor networks, no huge premiums, no high deductibles. There's no surprises. How it works is you pay one low monthly total to fund your account, and then you get access to the CrowdHealth community. For most people, this is $200 or less every month. It's very affordable. So 100% of your monthly contribution directly funds and reduces the health care costs of the community. You pay the first 500 of a health event and the rest gets submitted to the crowd health community and the members then fund it for you. Unlike insurance, you're not limited by doctor networks. Uh, so don't let healthcare costs stand between you and your future. Join crowd health today. Right now you can get your first six months 
for just $99 a month. That's almost 50% off the normal price, and it's a lot less than a high-deductible health care plan. So go to joincrowdhealth.com and use promo code FREEDOM at sign up. That's joincrowdhealth.com, promo code FREEDOM, and get this amazing deal today. Uh, make sure that you and your family are protected. Go ahead. Oh, we have a deposition clip. One more clip of him changing a statement. You want to play that, Mr. Producer? I think this is pretty good. We should probably play this. Go ahead and play that. You in, in wrongful conduct, isn't that correct? No. Is that what you just said in your in your uh, declaration? No, that's slightly that's slightly parsed. They were misconstruing it to to set a narrative. I do not and never have believed that any of this uh, material could be used to construe that I was involved in a criminal enterprise. No. But do you Never. believe it could be misconstrued, be, uh, that it could be used as evidence misconstrued that you were doing, engaged in wrongful conduct? I think it could be used to lie about it, yes. Not misconstrued, lied. Okay, let's go back to your... Uh, Sorry, you're going to have dead spaces, guys, because the attorney's pulling things up. So I'll talk in the dead spaces. Yes, misconstrued. Lied. My affidavit says misconstrued. Um, maybe I should have had another sentence. Misconstrued and, and then used to lie about a criminal conspiracy. There is nothing in I I have never at any time felt that anything in that data, those posts, could ever be used to show criminal intent, no. Who just suggested that you modify your answer? Pardon me? Who, who are you looking at? Who did you just look at? I can turn my computer around. I looked at my screen, sir. I'm the only person in the room that I'm in. Is anybody communicating with you during this deposition? Nope. See him, you my cat's me out at me once or twice. Okay, go ahead, take it down. How do, you, how do you trust any answer that the guy says when he looked bold-faced right at, an attorney, right at a, a cop and say, I have no idea what you're talking about? I did not. W without even hesitating. It, it's not a matter of credibility. It's a matter of the security of the vote of the American people. 50% of the vote of the American people is, is entrusted to the hands of a man who can lie to police blatantly, have his lawyers show up, negotiate with the police, get him out of a felony charge for lying to police, lying, and, and we're supposed to just sit here and go, we are living in a world where there is accountability and laws. Do you feel that way? I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Guys, you guys are going to have to add in the crowd deal after the fact. So that's it. We're out of time, guys. I, I want to thank you for, for joining me while I walk through this. It is therapeutic for me a little bit, if I'm being honest. Um, but if you like our podcast, please subscribe to us at Rumble at Conservative Daily. Follow us on Telegram at Conservative Daily. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, uh, CloudHub, Frank Speech, and Telegram. You can also find us on the audio version at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. I, I want you guys to know that um, if you're watching this on the audio version, go back and listen to it at, at Rumble or on the website. Um, I think you'll get a lot to it. Hit the Rumble button, by the way, if you're there. Um, I see that there's a ton of people there on Rumble, so just go over there and hit that button if you would for me. 
Uh, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. Share this episode if you like what you hear with somebody that needs to hear it. Um, if you need a reminder when we go live, you can text the word freedom to 89517. Um, so um, also you can use the link in our description um, to subscribe to our newsletter and you can get our fax blast so you don't miss any important projects we're working on. Um, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily. Uh, my name is Joe Oltman. Max will be back on tonight. And, uh, you know, uh, remember that the fight's not won, but the only way to win is we all stand up and fight together. God bless you all.